place where we share stories along the journey that uplift and connect you to your highest self. We talk all things spirituality, mind, body, and space wellness, state of allowing, and how to stay grounded and good on the path. Join me each week as we tap into inner knowing and harness inspiration from our guests to remember why we're here and where we're going. This is the Divinely Human Podcast. Hello, beauties. So happy to have you back. I hope you are doing so well, even amongst everything that's going on. I know that you are staying as hydrated and grounded and happy and joyous as can be. I went live on Instagram as I always do. IG Live is one of my favorite things to do to actually get to connect with you in real time. And I talked all about niches, what the fuck is a niche, because everyone's always talking about how it's so damn important and how you need it, what do you do with it, all the things. And I actually recorded it so that if you wanted to listen to it on the go, you could listen to a podcast version of it wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you're listening to this right now and you actually want to see the visuals of it, you can go ahead and head to my Instagram and it's right there on the feed or on the IGTV if you're more of a visual visual person. But if you're more auditory and you're kind of just washing the dishes or doing laundry or taking a walk, then I wanted to create something that was for you too so that you can have that convenience while still getting the information. So please feel open to keep on listening to the recorded version of the live. With us yesterday, we had a really passionate conversation and today I'm feeling a lot more calm and grounded and really just wanting to share this information with you about niche. So please share what is your intention for today i said yesterday that i don't want it to just be you just come on and you're intaking so much information i really want you to be able to have an intention behind it i really want you to be able to intake the information with intention so it actually serves you and not just constantly intaking because this app and a lot of other things in our life are vying for our attention. So I would love to hear what you all feel is a niche. I know this is a really big word in maybe the online space or in the business space outside of here, but let me know how do you feel about niche? What is niche? Do you even know what it is? Like you maybe you've heard the word and you kind of understand what it is, but you're not quite sure. Do you have a niche? Are you clear on your niche? Do you feel like a niche is even necessary for the growth of your business? If you have a business, um, I would really love to know what you all feel about this. Because for me, when I first heard about what a niche was, I studied advertising. That's my degree. Um, that's my first degree is advertising and specifically creating the art direction that matches the advertising for, for whatever the company uh, that we were working with needed. So that's kind of where I'm coming from is 
the demographic, psychographics, behavioral aspects of the client or the prospective clients or the group that we're trying to sell a certain thing to. And I never understood the way that it was taught to me just felt very slimy and salesy. And I think that's why a lot of us walk away from this idea of selling with that feeling is because someone has told us that we have to pick a niche, we have to sell to them in this way, and we have to sell it to them even if they don't need it. Because how many times have we bought something that we don't actually need, but it was a sales tactic or it was the way that the promise was positioned or it was the way that the offer was positioned and it just didn't fit well with me. And I actually ended up leaving the advertising world because I had this awakening all around, okay, we're selling people things that they don't actually need and they're not even psychologically aware that that's what we're doing. So because I left that industry with that bad taste in my mouth. It took me a really long time to come back and create my own personal awareness and education around niching and what it actually is supposed to do. What was its initial intention? Its initial intention. And that's what I wanted to share with you all today. So I'm going to go back and read some of what you all are thinking about. What is a niche and what the fuck, you know, is it even needed for? So Sawa said, I've always thought of it as a particular focus. Absolutely. It definitely is. Madison said, as an MG, a niche feels limiting. Yes, that's one of the fears that we're going to talk about today. Rebecca said, I'm so frustrated hearing everyone telling people to niche. It's becoming almost meaningless. Yes, exactly. 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 Rebecca said, a specific problem with your work helps others with question mark. I feel so confused around it. I have no idea for me or my biz. I'm really struggling with it. I can't niche too much is connected. As a projector, I've been told focus on your niche, which makes me feel locked in. Yes, that is a huge fear. And we're definitely going to talk about that. Niche is something that only you can offer. No one else can do it like you do to your experience and knowledge. Yes, you are you're right there. You're right there. I love it. I love it. How do you find your niche with your soul work? Yes. Yes. That's what I should change the, the pin comment to. How do you find your niche with your soul work? Thank you, Growth Connection. That's so good. I'm actually going to write that down. And everyone, we should all be writing that down. Because everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual, including niche and niching. A niche is good to attract your dream clients. Absolutely. Amazing. Wow. You guys are fucking incredible. Okay. Those were all amazing things. And also, I love when, when we all share with each other because it makes us realize that we all are sharing the one big super conscious brain. It's not just us isolated in this one area of life and we can't understand what other people are going through and we don't have the empathy. And that's absolutely untrue. We're all in the same boat. We're all learning together. And just like Ram Dass says, we're all walking each other home. So I love when we're able to share. So if at any point you want to hop in and share something, please, you know that the family here is always open to receiving. So let's begin with what a niche is not. And I think this will start giving us some context as we move through. So what a niche is not. A niche is not your category. And a category is something along the lines of artists, realtors, chefs, 
coaches, plumbers, gardeners, tree planters. Those are all categories of prospective clients. Those are categories. That's more of like the demographic. That's more of like the age, the gender, the the income, the job that they do, the career that they're in, their the ethnicity, their ethnicity. So that is not a niche. And so sometimes when we have on our profile or your resume or your business promise or whatever the thing is, and you say, I help or I guide or I teach gardeners how to X, Y, and Z, that's not a niche. It's not wide. It's, it's, it's too wide. It's not poignant enough. It's not specific enough. And because it's not specific enough, you may feel like you're screaming out into the ethers and no one is hearing you. Or you may feel like you're placing all this information out and no one's kind of biting. It's because your niche is not a category. It is not a category. It is not just this one big lump sum where it's like, I talk to coaches or I talk to business owners or I talk to entrepreneurs or I talk to CEOs or it's, that's too, that's too broad. And it's not going to allow you to really connect in with the people that you came here to serve with your mission. What is a niche? The niche or your niche is actually an area, a specific area or a position that you can solve a problem from. And this is where we come into like the psychographics. The psychographics of your niche is their values, their beliefs, their subconscious beliefs, their motivations, their problems, where are they suffering? And this is where you this is where we have her like, what are your client's pain points? What are they working through? What are their fears? That's great to an extent, but if we only focus on trying to sell them something from their pain point, it's not going to be sustainable. And it's really, in my opinion, is not very integral and, and, and ethical to just figure out what is the pain point of your client and then say, okay, I'm going to fix that pain point. It's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me personally. And so when other sales coaches or stra- or sales strategy business coaches are teaching in that way, it makes me feel how we all feel about snake oilsmen, you know, just very like, ooh, you just want me to figure out what their problem is and then tell them that this product that I have can fix that. And that was where I was coming from in the advertising world. Like I would work with big companies like Guinness and Coke and they would be saying, oh, you need to drink more Coke. It's like, do you really? Because it's Christmas time and we want to sell these packs. It just, it never made sense to me. So your niche is actually the problem that you're solving, the specific problem that you know how to solve. And the reason why you know how to solve it is because you've had that problem. How can you say that you want to help someone solve a problem that you did not have? How is that possible? How is it possible? It has to be possible that you solved it for yourself and now you have an innovative process or framework or whatever the thing is that now you can help someone else someone else solve that same problem. Your niche is your depth. It is the depth of you. It is the depth of where you have been. This is how you're able to communicate how you know what you can do to serve that other person. It is your depth. It's not just this surface level one shot thing. It is you. It's your inner experience. 
Your niche is your inner experience. Okay, what have you been through? What have you suffered from? If you haven't, if you feel like you haven't suffered from anything, then it's going to be really hard for you to connect with your niche because your niche wants to know that you're trustworthy. Your niche wants to know that you have a firm foundation that can walk them there, that, that can walk them towards the solution, that can actually give them the outcome, the promise. And if they don't feel that you have been where they've been, they're not going to feel trustworthy of you. So your niche is that internal experience. And a lot of times we want to run away from our shadow and feel like, oh, I have nothing to learn in my shadow. That's where your niche is. Your niche is in your shadow. Let's talk a little bit about some of the fears of the niche. And I wrote a couple down and I would love for you to share with me what are some of your fears about niching or niching down. A couple that I wrote down that I've heard a lot lately was that if I niche down, I won't make money. If I niche down, I won't have clients. No one, no one needs what it is that I specifically offer. Like if I'm too specific, then I won't be able to have clients or I won't be able to actually serve anyone. And that's a lie. That's an absolute lie. Actually, in my perspective, what I've learned is that the more specific that I am gives me confidence in knowing that I can actually help and guide that person towards their desired outcome because I have specifically been there. But if I try to say something like, oh, I can help you 10X your business, I I, I don't know that. I don't know that. Another person said, I will alienate other people who don't fit the definition of who I serve. That's the point of niching. That is the point, that is the whole point of niching. We have to alienate or separate or organize the people who don't fit the definition of who you serve because you can never serve everyone. You cannot serve everyone. It's absolutely impossible. And for us to think that we can serve everyone is very much in this ego place of maybe you're not feeling good enough. Maybe you're not feeling worthy enough. Then that's a, that's a separate issue outside of, oh, am I going to alienate, alienate people? We have to alienate people because not everyone has been on the same journey. We're all having separate, different, uh, expansive, colorful journeys. We can't all be in this same linear path. It would not make the whole experience of being human sweet. So we have to be able to separate who we know we can serve and who we want to just support and cheer on. You can absolutely keep cheering people on and saying, oh my gosh, you're doing so great. Or I actually could recommend someone to you that would better serve you. Because at the end of the day, our niche is actually another person across the screen. It's an, it's an actual living, breathing expression of God. It's not just, this is the group of people that I serve. Because when we group people like this and say, okay, I only serve these types of people, our mind starts saying, okay, well, they're not real people. Like you don't have to give them the real part of you. You don't have to have that emotional vulnerability with them. You're not actually on the same page as them. They're behind you. Whatever the mind is telling you, that is not true. That is, it's a real person. Your niche is a real person who has suffered through the same trauma and problems that you have suffered through. That is what makes it easy for you to sell 
sell them your service. That is what makes it easy for you to sell them your offering because you know, you know how much they've suffered and you don't want anyone to suffer from that as well. That's the whole point of niching. You're getting so clear. You said to God, God, you have given me this opportunity to learn a lesson about my shadow self. How can I use this opportunity to serve another person so that they don't have to suffer the same way that I suffered? That is your niche. That's your niche. That person that's suffering right on the other side of that prayer or that, or that conversation that you're having with the God within, that is your niche. So those were some of the fears that came up. And thank you for sharing the fears that you all shared too. So it's absolutely impossible that you would not not make money with your niche if you niche down. It's absolutely impossible that you would not have clients if you niche down. Those things are impossible because you're not the only one on this planet that has gone through what you've gone through. It's impossible. And you're not the only one on this planet out of the billions of people on this planet that need help, that need guidance, that need to, to, to be shown a pathway, something different than what they already have. So that already is impossible. And when we say these things out loud, it actually gives us a sense of ease. Like, you know what? That's true. There's almost 8 billion people on this planet. And I know at least one of them has suffered the same kind of scope of what I've suffered. And I wonder if I share that with them, how much be, how much more beautiful their life could be, how much more ease, how much more love, how much more confidence, how much more abundance that they could feel in their lives. So those fears can't be real. They can't. Okay. So now here's like the, the big question. Where do I find my niche? Where do I find my niche? And I'm so excited to share this with you guys. I know I said this was going to be a super like chill grounded conversation and it still is, but now my generator sacral is like, yes, 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 yes. Let's talk about it. Okay. So where do I find my niche? The very first place that I, that I even had an awareness of what my niche or who my niche was, was in my centers. Because if our niche is our shadow, then our shadow lives within our undefined and open centers. And when we understand our human, this is where I'm bringing in human design now, when we understand where our open centers are, and you could even still have shadows in your defined center. So like, let's say someone is completely defined in every center of their chart. They could still have shadows within those centers. But for right now, I'm talking about the open and undefined centers. If my niche is in my shadow, then my sh and my shadows are in my centers, are in my open and undefined centers, then that's where I'm going to find my niche. And for me, for me, this is all I'm giving you third line experimenting now. So I found my niche and those of you that I've been able to serve wholeheartedly with through my undefined G center and my undefined heart. Those are not the only centers that I have open and undefined, but that is where I have had the biggest transformation in my shadow work. That has, that's where I have learned so much about myself is in this center of purpose, direction, love, the seat of the soul. Who am I? Why did I come here? What is my mission? What is my why? Right there in that undefined G center. And then in that undefined heart center of my self-worth, my selling, money, my control, of, of resources, 
all of those areas of my life have been completely transformed because I have dove down into the shadows of those centers. So what center is it for you? What open or undefined center or even defined center, if you have your chart completely defined, what center has been that catalyst for your massive awareness around the suffering that you've experienced in your life? And, and how have you no longer suffered from that? So if you want to share, uh, please go ahead and share what center that has been for you. And I'm actually going to go through all of the centers and just give a little bit of a tidbit around what some of that suffering could look like. Do you have the skills to solve this problem in this center, right? Which is the, the, the other aspect of it. So for the head center, I wrote down some suffering around analysis paralysis, taking in too much inspiration, taking in too much from what other people are doing in their business or doing in the world or all the pathways and ideas that, that could go down. And because you have so much inspiration, you're not giving yourself boundaries enough to actually move forward on this one idea that you're really passionate about. And that could lead to a whole bunch of different types of suffering. You could start feeling depressed. You could start feeling like none of your ideas work. You could start feeling like you're never going to get anywhere. You could start actually now the shadow aspect is feeling uninspired, feeling like what's the point of actually going out and looking for inspiration if I'm always just going to be overwhelmed. So that is actually a deep suffering. So who can you reach out to that has also gone through that deep suffering around the head center that can guide you? Or if you're the one that has gone through the deep suffering, who can you guide that is also going through that suffering? That is your niche. The person that is in analysis paralysis, the person that doesn't know how to set boundaries around the amount of inspiration that they're taking in, the person that feels uninspired by life. So maybe your, your, you know, your uh, promise or your kind of slogan would be something like, I help uninspired artists regain their zest for life. And now your niche is these people who are completely uninspired because you know what it feels like to be uninspired. You know that feeling of just, oh, what is life meant to be lived for? The framework doesn't change. It's still the same kind of conceptual idea, but the archetypes of each of the centers are slightly different. Definitely heart center, heart, spleen, and head. Heart for sure undefined head ajna sacral but i realize my heart and solar plexus and root are mal malfunctioning more amazing and just for you to have that awareness is like okay where should i dive into first because you may not it may not be a season in life where you have the energy to connect with all those open centers and that just may not be where you're at so you really have to honor which season am i in which season of the center am i in or which season in the center have i been and what is the truth and the wisdom that I have from those seasons to be able to share with others. Yes, totally makes sense. Okay, perfect, perfect. So now the second center is the Ajna. So some, so some suffering that can go on around this is not understanding certain frameworks, certain systems, how to set things up. For me, this automatically speaks to like curriculum 
writers or people that understand how to create a step-by-step process, like these people are undefined. And so they're having problems maybe in their business, understanding how do I set up a process so that someone else can do it while I'm not there. So maybe this is a burnt out CEO who doesn't know how to create a process system so that they can hire an assistant. So now your slogan is I help CEOs who don't know how to X, Y, and Z crystallize their operations. Because now this is specific. You've understood what could happen when you don't have those systems in place. You understand how the life can just drain out of you as a CEO or or as a business owner when you don't have correct operations in, in in a formatted way. And the beautiful thing about this framework is that this can also be used for the de- this can also be used when you're selling to a defined center so when we uh when we really had no idea how to set up our operations for our business we brought on brooke who is an operational magician okay but i have a defined ajna so technically like she shouldn't have been able to sell to me but there were parts within my defined ajna that were not healthy. There were parts within my defined ajna that I was not able to see. And because she was able to give something in that area, I, even as a defined being in that center, was still purchasing that, was still exchanging energy with her in that. So it not only is working for the undefined center, even though that one is like very quick and easy to see, it can still work in the shadows of the defined centers. So the throat, maybe some suffering around here is communication, fear of being heard. Do I even have a voice? Maybe this is a fear of stage speaking. Maybe this is a fear of not being able to articulate your thoughts and the things that you want to say in a very clear way. And because you understand how to do that, now you can guide other people on how they can articulate their truth, how they can share their mission with the world. This is all undefined um, throat center. The G center, which is our home for purpose. So this could be suffering around what is my purpose? What is my direction? Why am I here? What's my mission? Where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do in this world? And this is the center that I have had the most transformation around. I have suffered. I have been suicidal. I have been on my last leg with the shadow of the center. And so when anyone comes to me and says, I don't know who I am and I don't know what I'm supposed to do, I can automatically empathize with where they're at and share with them the framework that I used to guide myself out of that place to to do something else, to have a different way of being. This is all about our direction. This is all about our identity, all about our purpose. And then if you have the heart center undefined, these are the energies around self-worth, money, selling, control, boundaries. Do you value yourself? So there's a lot of suffering. We see this type of suffering every single day. We see how this suffering is unfolding maybe in our lives or in other people's lives. If they have the center undefined, the whole world is telling us that we have to work hard or work for what we have. 
we have to hustle. We have to put our needs last. We have to put other people's needs ahead of ours. And if you're someone that has this center undefined, I know that you have had endless lessons and you have endless wisdom around what the truth actually is around these categories, around self-worth, around money, around control, around boundaries. Because I know that's something that I absolutely have learned and I am still learning. Then when we move on to the spleen, this could be Reiki, this could be anything. This could be anything that has to do with miraculous healing all about letting go of things that no longer serve us. Were you in a relationship? Were you in a traumatic relationship that you knew was no longer serving you? How did you get out of that? And how can you guide other beings to understand and to know what to look out for when they are in a place or when they are with people that are no longer serving their vision, their goal, things that are healthy for them? or their fears, overcoming fears of doing X, Y, and Z, whatever the fear is, you have wisdom in this area. You have an understanding in this area about what it means to be paralyzed with fear and how to trust your intuition to move on from that fear. You know this, you know this. So after knowing all this, okay, hold on, let me finish with the sacral because now I'm getting ahead of myself. So the sacral, workaholism, burnout, trying to do too many things, not asking for help. You understand that. If you have this undefined, you understand the suffering. You understand how many different parts of life are affected because of workaholism and burnout. Solar plexus, emotional vulnerability. Whenever I think of solar plexus, I automatically think of emotional vulnerability because I have this undefined and I know that this is something that I'm going to, I can feel its lessons and experiences starting to come into my life more and more and more. And I can also feel myself kind of trying to juck and jive from it because for me, emotional vulnerability is one of these things that just, oh, oh, makes me feel very, you know, a little bit uncomfortable. If you have this center undefined, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I would love to learn how to be emotionally vulnerable to my friends, to my family, to my colleagues, to my peers. I would love to be able to know how to do that while still keeping my boundaries intact. So if you have suffered through how emotionally being vulnerable has enhanced your life or has, um, has allowed some relationships to suffer, you have wisdom here. And now everyone in the world that is suffering from this lack of emotional vulnerability and connectivity can learn something from you. And then uh, the root center, all about time management. I actually uh, follow a coach here on Instagram and she has a course called Time Management Queen. And I always wonder to myself, I wonder if she has an undefined root because she's trying to teach you how to create a process so that you don't feel so stressed and overwhelmed when it's time for you to execute certain aspects in your business. And when, when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that is such undefined rootness. That is the wisdom of someone that has been under such severe stress and overwhelmed that they're like, hold on, I'm going to put something into place and I'm going to sell that thing to other people who also feel stress and overwhelm. Okay, so those are all of the nine undefined centers. And like I said, those shadows can still live in the defined centers. So 
Before I go on to the next space, I want to be able to answer some questions that are relevant to everything that I just said so that I'm giving this to you all in pieces so it's actually actionable. I don't want it to just be information. I want you to actually take aligned action as to where you are feeling called. So please feel open to putting them in the question box. How do we get clear so we can hear the messages? So many things. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing in the program. I promise I will... (laughs) I promise you it's we will we will go into every nook and cranny. You know why I know because the third line pushes me into every nook and cranny. Even when I don't want to go, the third line's like come over here, look over here, there's something in this corner and then I get there and I'm just like, "Oh my god." Totally it just totally bombards you with so much stuff and then it's like, "Okay, bye. That's all I needed to give you." And then you move on to the next thing. So, I honestly, I I used to hate my third line. But now I love it so much because it just is a gatherer. It's just gathering information. It's gathering experiences. It's gathering, 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 gathering. So that when things come to me, I can say, ah, I have seen this before. And I know do X, Y, and Z, and this will pivot you in this correct direction. Or I can say, oh, I haven't seen that before. I actually can't help you. And then, but this is another person that, that, that can help you. So I promise you, I will share with you everything that I have gathered as to how we can get clear on our messages, but you can actually watch the live before this one, which is yesterday's live to hear. I touched upon a little bit about, uh, the steps that I took to learn how to trust myself. So this is an interesting question. What if your native language is different from your niches? There is 1000% somebody out there in the world that speaks your native language that has gone through the same suffering that you have gone through. One, I, 1000%. So your niche is not only outside of your native language. If anything, your native language is actually a strength that will help you connect to those exact beings that need the service that you have to give them. And you don't have to stretch yourself to maybe learn another thing in order to support the people that are already there waiting to be supported by you. So I would, I would reframe that a little bit. Get super clear on the niche. Get super clear on the problem that you want to solve. Get super clear on the suffering that you have lived through and how you can guide someone else. And I know that they will be inside of that of, of your native language. I, I trust and believe that with my whole heart. Unless you have created a language from a planet that we don't know about, your niche is in your native language. Oh, I love this question. Jazz, can you share more about your background? I love your work, but don't know you too much. Oh, you know what that is? That is the fifth line in action. How many of you actually feel like you do know me? Probably not that many. Um, and that's just that's just the natural projection field of the fifth line. And I have studied the fifth line so much because I honestly did not understand it. Um, And through my understanding of the fifth line, it actually feels very healthy for me to share in a way that also makes me feel comfortable. So I'm not like a fourth line where 
their sharing is all about building the connection. My husband is a fourth line. And actually, if you want to hear a little bit about our story, you can check out our podcast together, Divinely Human, where we share a lot about our story. But the fourth line is all about building that connection, building those relationships. And so you'll actually hear our dynamic whenever we're on screen together or whenever we're, we're recording something. We actually have a pretty harmonious profile. We actually have pretty harmonious profiles together. But you'll see the clear like difference between us because he's all about wanting to share our life, our kids, our story. And I'm just like, here is the truth that I've come to use it. Your life will change. So sometimes it can feel very hot and cold, um, seen and unseen, but a little bit about me and why I've come to this work is through sheer experimentation and experience. I did not plan this. This was not my planned career path or anything like that. This was purely like my third conscious line bumped me into a bunch of things until I got here right in front of you today. So th that's as much as I can like share about my background. But if you want to know all the nitty gritties, all the jobs I've had, all the places I've been, da da da, please feel free to uh, jump into the podcast where my husband actually interviews me. And then we actually have a live on here too where he interviewed me. And whenever I'm around him, I feel a lot easier to share, but it's definitely not a natural fifth line thing to do to just say, hey, look at me. Because even when I share it, people are still gonna take what they think they know of me and twist it into something else. So thank you so much for asking that question, um, Growth Connections. I really, really appreciate that. And I know a lot of people on here that have fifth lines um, maybe find some resonance with that too. Any recommendations for getting a human design reading? Do you do readings? I'm just start, I'm just at the start of learning about human design. I don't do readings anymore because I'm really focusing on this pathway that I really want to guide you on so that you can actually go out into the world with your mission and your why. But someone that I do recommend that gives beautiful readings is Teo and his Instagram is at human design readings, but he gives super amazing readings and um, he will be so helpful. I know, I know that because I've actually gotten an incarnation cross reading from him. Okay, one more question. Five one conscious line is how we express our offerings. How does the unconscious line support that? So the five one isn't necessarily how you express your offerings, but it's how you can serve your niche. Um, but how does the unconscious line support that? The unconscious line is really living within our body. So for you as a five one, that one line of being that investigator, that one line of really wanting that firm foundation is where your body is always moving towards. So your body is always moving towards something that gives you a firm foundation. It's always moving you towards information that allows you to be able to universalize a truth that actually can be used by a lot of people over and over and over again. So the fifth line, you know, is the more conscious part of you and your profile is more about the how do we serve, but it is also about how we create our offerings and how we share them and all those things. And that's everything that we're going to be talking about and sharing about in the program. And I saw a quick question about someone that asked, when will the program be announced? Very soon. I promise I'm working on it. And that's why I've shut down everything else. That's why I don't do readings anymore because I really, really want to give you everything inside of this one program to really expand you on your next level of evolution. That's real. That is my goal. That is my dream. That is the vision that has been given to me. 
And I can't do that if I have all my fingers and all the all the different baskets. I'm not an MG. I'm, I'm a generator, so I'm a a, ma- a step-by-step master. Whereas MGs, they really have the power of like executing multiple things at once. So I hope that this has been helpful, insightful. I hope that you actually uh, can take this information and apply it to some action in your life. I will be announcing everything soon, and I cannot wait to serve you in this container space. It's going to be incredible and transformative. If you have any questions, as always, about anything we specifically um, talked about in terms of the container space, please feel free to DM me, but all the information will be out very soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. If you want, I would love for you to screenshot where you're listening at tag me on Instagram and let me know what was the biggest takeaway from this episode about niching, finding your niche, how to find it, what to do with that niche. I would love to know how you are going to take aligned action and start implementing this information in your life right now. I love you deeply and I will be with you very soon. 